don't even know how to preface this case. America dubs them the thrill-killing couple, and before you think of Bonnie and Clyde, let me stop you. These two people are the most pathetic comparison to Bonnie and Clyde that the world has ever known. We are your hosts, Helen Allen and Sherry Ferreira. This is The Chalk Line. Good evening, everyone, and the highlights of the news this Thursday. Okay, so I just want to start out and give a disclaimer because we are very um, fortunate to be here today, but also very unfortunate because we both tested positive for COVID. And so if we sound a little bad and off, that is why. And if you don't like sniffles, turn this off. Just catch us next week. Right. I'm I'm going to do my best to edit this, <laughs> but it's it's going to be a little hard. It's going to be what it is. And you're going to listen anyways because you love listening to us. Right. And that's that's my sh- my thing. That's what I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. So the couple that I was um, so dramatically talking about in our intro oh, was... Pathetic. Pathetic. They are <laughs> pathetic. But don't get me started on it now because okay. I could just go off for days. Right, right. Erica and Ben Sifrit. And if you've ever heard of them, you know they're monsters. But we're going to start off before we knew that. Before their true colors really were able to come out. Okay. So a little bit about Ben. He's a former Navy SEAL who finished first in his class. Okay. Um, some of his SEAL buddies said, like, this is the type of guy that can go out drinking all night long, stay up until 5 a.m., and then wake up the next morning and beat everyone at training. So... Okay, whoa, but I'm, like, not impressed. I don't... We all we all went to college. Right. So. I mean, come on. I mean, but really. I'm, I don't know. I'm just... That was, like, a little underwhelming for me. It's, like, that's his legacy. That's what we're going with. The he one could, like, thing they choose to point out. He could handle a hangover. Cool. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, he actually ended up being court-martialed for going AWOL because of insubordination. So, like I said, he's a very underwhelming individual. Now, Erica. Erica comes from an upper-middle-class family. She gets good grades. Um, She was a basketball player. Apparently, her three-point shots are, like, top five in the country. Basketball is so boring to me. I just can't stand it. So, (laughs) her father, like, built her this indoor basketball court so that she could practice whenever she wanted, to which I say, okay, well. Like, I know, we get it. Okay, but you didn't uh, stop her from being a monster, sir. She also owned a scrapbooking store in Altoona, Pennsylvania, which her dad also purchased for her because, you know, daddy's money goes so far. Um, And she indulges in prescription drugs in the meantime of all of this because she was mad that she didn't make it big with basketball. Boo-hoo, Troy Bolton. Right. I can't handle this. <laughs> You're not Maybe one. you should have tried music and singing, Erica. Right. <laughs> Jesus. When she meets Ben, they elope in Vegas uh, three weeks later. Oh, psychos. Very quick uh, dating. Yeah. And, you know, um, I have some words about that, but it's not judgmental ones. It's just her family was like, hey, you didn't want to invite us? I, your dad paid for your scrapbooking store and put an entire basketball court in his home, and you didn't invite him to the wedding? I mean, that's Sorry, Erica, that's the first 
thing you've ever done that I'm aware of. Right. I'm sure she was an from the get. But anyway. So apparently she's also the reason that Ben didn't take the Navy seriously. And oh. that's why he ended up going AWOL. So and she whatnot. like distracted him or whatever. And she kind of was just like, listen, I have all this money. What are you in the Navy for? I mean. I don't blame her for that. <laughs> I don't blame <laughs> That I'm not mad at. She was like, I'm going to keep my man. Um, she was like, listen, all this exercise you're doing, it's making me look real bad when I have a cheeseburger. So I've got money. Right. I don't. <laughs> anyway, another what? note about her is. And then this sounds irrelevant, and you might laugh at it, but I swear, just hold on. Um, she has this, like, weird fetish for Hooters memorabilia. I don't even know what Hooters memorabilia really is, because, like, memorabilia to me is, like, a signed poster. Yeah, something. That, like, you know, the stuff that OJ stole. Yeah. So, like... I, I don't know, like t-shirts. I thought so. I'm like shorts? the tight shorts, what? like tight shirts. I don't. I guess get it. so. I don't know why you would be obsessed with that, but like to each their own, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. So weird. Right. So, like I said, their scrapbooking store is in Altoona, Pennsylvania. So they wanted to go on this like getaway, the two of them, and so they moved their butts over to Ocean City, Maryland, for a week. And if you know anything about Ocean City, Maryland, it is a great time, and I hate, hate, hate that this episode is putting its name to shame. Let me tell you something, and I will get more into this a little bit later. Actually, just kidding. In my notes, it's the next sentence. (laughs) (laughs) This is how my brain works. It's the exact same thing. I could take notes for days on this, and it'd be the exact same note every time. I just, I I don't know. I have a one-track mind, I guess. Anyway. So, there's this place in Ocean City, Maryland. It's a very sweet bar. If any of my college friends are listening, they're going to be like, Helen, I know exactly where you're going with this. It's called Secrets Jamaica. It's phenomenal. It is, you could, like, there's tables in the water that you can sit at (gasps) and, like, get drinks to. It's, like, phenomenal. Okay. It's, like, you feel like you're in Jamaica. And it's it's the best. Um, So, I love that place. And don't let this story tarnish it for you. (laughs) Go there. Enjoy yourself. Have a drink or two in the water and just don't kill anyone. Okay. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> so this couple ends up getting um, a condo in Ocean City and then they, they took a bus one night from their condo to go to Secrets Jamaica. And while on the bus, they meet two people, who another couple. It's unclear exactly what happened right now, but while they're on the bus, they're like chatting and whatever. And I guess Ben, the moron that he is, like didn't have enough cash on him um and but erica's rich i know right i'm like <laughs> excuse me erica what business do you have now also mind you this is 2002 so like it's not like credit cards had already taken over completely like yeah. people carry cash on them i don't ben no i don't like it but anyway so they didn't have enough cash on them for the bus i guess and i don't even know how they got on in the first place but then josh the male and the couple offered to pay the bus fee in return for a drink at the bar he was like listen i'll pay for your bus we get to the club you are buying my first drink no problem so they go in and then they get to the bar and then they have a great time they're drinking and hanging out now here's when everything happens ben and erica sifra invite the other couple who is josh and Jeannie. Um, they invite them back to their condo for, like, more drinking and hanging out in their hot tub. Like, they have this, like, sweet penthouse condo. Okay. Um, and they're like, listen, it'd be really cool. We'll have more drinks. We have a hot tub. We can just hang out. Like, the bar's closing soon. Let's do it. So, they do. 
They go back to their place. They're all hanging out in the hot tub. And while they're in the hot tub, Erica randomly, like, starts getting very freaked out and is like, oh, my God, like, my purse is missing. Like, she starts, like, yelling at everyone, like, help me find it. She's off the wall. And it's like, what do you mean your purse is missing? What is this whole thing about you guys not carrying your money around with you? I'm getting very tired of it. I'm like, are you broke or are you rich? Here's the deal. Um, you, your daddy could just buy you a new purse. Chill out, right. have another drink, and sit down in that hot tub. I don't, you, you made a promise. We were going to hang out in this hot tub. That's right. what I'm thinking. I don't, so anyway, she's pissed, and she's looking for the purse. Now, Josh and Jeannie, as the nice people that they are, they cannot find it. So, oh, so they, they helped look for absolutely, it? Absolutely. They're angels. They're saints. Oh, I, I also be in the hot tub like, this is I'm not like, my problem. Oh my god. Can someone turn up the bubbles? I don't... Please. That I, I can't hear the bubbles over that girl yelling about her purse. Just turn Are the them jets up. on? Also, it's not hot enough in here, actually. Uh, there's some cold energy coming from that side. I, I don't know. So, anyway, they, they help. So then Ben is like also involved in this and being crazy too because Erica and Ben are crazy have I not prefaced that enough and he's just kind of like hey you guys probably stole it and they're like whoa 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 that's not cool we didn't so they're starting to get very panicky like no no no, we don't want you to think we and they're like what's your first thing these people are gonna murder me over this purse like you don't think that so they're literally like oh my god we want you to like us like no like we didn't steal it da 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 so, yeah, I mean, I can imagine they're trying to, like, calm everything down. Like, exactly. They're not like, oh, my God, I have to leave. They're like, the jets are still on. <laughs> yeah, they're like, the hot tub's getting a little lonely over there. Let's just find this purse. No, and then, but Ben really takes it to the next level here, and he starts ordering them to take their clothes off. And huh? he's becoming very aggressive. And so this is when Josh and Jeannie are like, mm, yeah, no, 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 no. I do not like it. I am out of fear. Yeah. And, but there's no, like, clear path to get out. And Ben starts wielding a gun at them. And so they're like, what the f- do we do? And so Josh and Jeannie run into the bathroom and close the door and lock it and try to, like, kind of barricade it a little and, yeah. like, stay in the bathroom. And they're hiding because initially they wanted to get out of the bathroom window, but then they, like, kind of failed. So then they're just, like, hiding in the bathroom at this point. Now, for some reason, at this point, Erica calls 911. And Erica, the bad girl, not Mm. the victim, the bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) I hate saying bad guy. I feel like a little kid, but that's what came to my mind, and I said it. It's too late. (laughs) Um, And so, Erica calls 911, and she tells the operator, well, here, just listen to it. Worcester 911, do you have an emergency? Yes, I have an emergency at my apartment. Um, there are people in my house who I don't know, and my purse is suddenly missing, and I'm afraid I'm going to have a robbery here. Okay, people in your apartment at this time? Yes. I'll connect you to the police. Stay on the line. Hey. What? I'm, I'm upstairs in a bedroom where they don't know where I am. Okay, I'll connect you to the police. You can tell them, okay? Okay. Huh? Ocean City Police. Hello. There are people in... So essentially, she's, like, telling the operator, like, yeah, um, these people are in my apartment, they stole my purse, or whatever, and then the phone call cuts out before police can even, like, get an address, and so, like, the police just don't come, because I guess they just, like, think, like, 
it's a she's one-off? a drunk person. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I don't know. Maybe they were like, she'll call back. I don't know what happened, but no one ends up going. Now, Erica runs around to the balcony at this point where you can see through. So the balcony, the bathroom window is on the balcony. Okay. And also, mind you, like, the reason that um, Josh and Jeannie couldn't get out is because, like, this is a penthouse condo. Mm -hmm. It's so high up. Even if they got onto the balcony, what would be next? Yeah. Back in the hot tub they go. Right. There's no. (laughs) So Erica runs to the balcony where she can see them through the window and she starts telling Ben, like, where to shoot the gun <gasps> through the door. Shot the I, f- You can't make this shit up. So, Ben shoots um, several times, and a shot was fired straight into Josh's head. Erica also shoots another shot, but apparently it was, like, deliberately to miss Jeannie, just to, like, mess with her. So she also had a gun? Yeah, it's unclear. I think it's just Erica's gun, and okay. then jo- or, um, Ben was using it. Got it. Um, and then she takes it, maybe. Um, but anyway, so then she proceeds to stab Jeannie. Wait, so she got in through the window? I mean, it's unclear because... But, like, I mean, it's a bathroom door, so I assume that they could have, like, easily kicked it down. I know later in crime scene pictures, or, like, maybe not even crime scene pictures... I think it was just the forensic files episode that i watched they take the door off the hinge so i know for a fact that that is off the hinge before or later on but i don't know at this point if she had gone through the window or the door or whatever but anyway by this point yeah she stabs Jeannie because she's in the bathroom with her oh my god now over the next 24 hours the couple dismembers the bodies puts them in garbage bags and disposes them disposes of them throughout the state of Delaware like they just bring random bags to grocery store parking lots in Delaware like but all over the place and just dispose of the body that way what then they buy a new bathroom door and cleaning supplies and they act like nothing happened they continue their vacation they even go mini golfing and in one of the pictures that they took from their mini golfing trip, yeah, you can see that Erica is wearing Josh's ring as a trophy around her neck, and it still has his blood on it. I mean, just monsters. Like I can't flaming even piles of explain explain how messed up this must like this. She must be so psychologically disturbed to think. Clearly. I don't know. It, it, like, I can't, obviously I cannot relate to a killer, but this is especially somebody that I'm like, how did we get from A to B? I'm so confused by her. So now let's discuss the couple, um, Josh and Jeannie, because I think that we, after all that, they deserve some tribute, right? Please. So Josh Ford met Martha Jeannie Crutchley at an office party for the first time. Josh was 32 and Jeannie was 51, to which I say, get it, Jeannie. Okay. <laughs> get that young Jeannie. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not messing around. She My was like, girl. listen, I am not done partying. <laughs> I'm going to be with a younger man who keeps me alive, and that's all I have to say about that. As she should. Yeah. As she should. So Josh is a mortgage broker and Jeannie is an accountant for an insurance company, so they are both very smart and 
they just that's that i love them um i I just love genie going for josh like that and like it was 2002 so everyone probably gave her about it and it's just like oh please let genie be genie leave her alone so they ended up renting a condo in ocean city maryland that unfortunate week and when they didn't show up for work the next weekend after the weekend was over friends notified the police um, and I say friends because their co-workers were friends with them because mm. that's the kind of people that they are. Cute. The police go to their condo and they find Jeannie's car. Now, they knew that the car was there for a while because I guess, like, since it's Ocean City, Maryland, like, sand blows around a lot. Okay. And they were Weird. able to, like, notice that, like, enough sand had, like, accumulated on it. <laughs> There's a small sand castle Friends that a technology, boy was baby. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, how much sand would have the to landlord's for- son like made art with the sand on the car by then? Yeah, no. Like, we found <laughs> but- a little boy in a large <laughs> castle, so I think it's been here a while. Um, and like their condo is also seemingly untouched. Okay. So all of their belongings, their car keys, their clothes, their computer, everything was there. Their camera even was still in the condo. Now, like, I got a little hung up on that at first because I was like, wait, whoa, 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 what? But car keys, like, that doesn't mean anything because they took the bus, remember? Yeah. A background check said that Josh and Jeannie used their credit card to buy drinks at a sports car- sports bar called The Green Turtle. I love that place. You've been there. Matt and I went there once for trivia. It was phenomenal. <laughs> these, are, these are a lot of bars. I've got the inside scoop. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to brag, a but... A tour guide on um, the side. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the waitress at the Green Turtle did say that they were sitting alone at that point. So the cops were like, okay, that's probably not where we're going to go then. Secondary location. Hmm. John Mulaney warned us about <laughs> secondary locations. And, and look what happened to Josh and Jeannie. They went to the condo after they went to the Secrets Jamaica nightclub. And guess what? They met an unfortunate fate. So, everyone, if we can take one thing away from this episode, it's listen to John Mulaney. Right. <laughs> Always. He warned us. That's that. Moving on. The police are like, okay, nothing happened at the Green Turtle. Let's keep going. From there, they see that Josh and Jeannie took a bus to the nearby club, Secrets Jamaica. Now, the bus driver said, oh, yeah, I remember them. They were talking to another couple on the bus. A Caucasian couple in their early 30s, probably. Okay. Who do we think that is, huh? The police don't know yet. <laughs> I, I hate, like, li- like listening to these things in hindsight, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my, it's so easy. But it's like, how would they know? I don't. <laughs> so anyway, the bus driver says they got off the bus together with that other couple, and witnesses at the club said that they were drinking together and that they left together. Now, the Ocean City Police Department wastes no time at all. They printed out flyers, and they hung them up all over the city, like, lost dog style. Good. Um, unfortunately, Ben and Erica were actually not done yet. Really? So. I thought this would be, like, a one-off thing. Yeah, just from, like, everything you, know, you told me, personality. It's, we'll talk about that. Okay. So, they go on to meet this couple, Melissa Sealing and Justin Todd Wright. Now, I'm just going to cut to the chase. They pull the exact same thing with them. The ruse that something was missing, like, the whole nine yards. Melissa and Justin were not having it. They were like, they were like, girl, we are not looking for your purse. I don't, (laughs) I saw you with it and then I didn't. Is that enough for you? I don't, 
so they didn't really help in searching and I think honestly like Ben and Erica just kind of started getting panicky at this point because they were like running out of time to like clean up their other crime because like at this point they hadn't even replaced the door yet and this is when Melissa and Justin really started getting this gut feeling is when they saw the door and they could see that there was like a bullet hole in the door and they were like, yeah, no girl, we're not looking for your purse. So this is in the same like penthouse? Exactly the same. It was like a, yeah, it's crazy. So literally. Oh my God. Okay. They listened to their alarm bells. They said, they are ringing. We are out of here. And they got out. Good. And spared their lives. Now, during all of this, I just need to mention, Erica is scrapbooking her crimes. Can I tell you? You're going to sell that in your story. Like, (laughs) she also keeps the knife on her, still dirty, with flesh and blood on it still, in her pocket. So, let's jump to a few days later. Okay. A silent alarm is triggered just a little after midnight at a Hooters. Shut this Are you serious? (laughs) Because if it's not the... I mean, like, didn't we learn anything from OJ? This is how you go down. (laughs) Stealing memorabilia. I don't... Like, huh? So, the officers arrive on the scene, and they see a Jeep backed up to the door, and two people walking out with their arms full of stolen (laughs) t-shirts and booty shorts. Like, like, what? Really? What It's it's literally comical at this point, because it's like, you are doing what? I don't... (laughs) Oh my, get a life. And like, also, is there Don't you have a hobby? Just scrapbook, Erica. Right. <laughs> but I'm glad that she did this because this is what <laughs> nailed the needle into the, what do they say? Nailed the needle? <laughs> into the coffin. What soaked the needle in the coffin? <laughs> All right, nail it in. Nail the needle in. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> they were arrested on the spot. The police were like, these kids must be high. Because, like, they're, like, in their 20s. So the police are like, Mm-mm, no, yeah. not having it. I am not dealing with this. But were they, they abusing literally... prescription drugs? Well, Erica was, if you okay. can remember. And Ben also was doing drugs. Um, and the, the two of them, I think literally just, like, that was, like, that's what the news always says is, like, because they call them, like, the thrill-killing couple. They always say, like, drugs then weren't enough for them, so they needed more. And it's like, well, um, most people don't really go from drugs to killing. But, yeah. But, okay, whatever. They were arrested on the spot. And at first, the officers were literally like, oh, these are just two dumb kids, like, stealing from a Hooters. This sounds like a pretty nonviolent crime. Yeah correct but they noticed that like ben and erica are so intoxicated actually so intoxicated in fact that ben literally says if we put everything back can we be good to go (laughs) privilege if a white man said that the police officer would be like no and actually i'm gonna shoot you you need a black man (laughs) did i say white man oh god even like the fact that black It's the COVID talking, okay, everyone? I'm a little loopy. But, I mean, even the fact that they broke into a store and stole stuff and, like, they're like, oh, the police were like, this is, like, nothing. They're probably just, like, I'm like, what the Sorry, but, like, they triggered an alarm after midnight. What are you doing thinking they're nonviolent? I don't know. breaking into a store. Like, (laughs) I don't know. But also, like, it's Ocean City, Maryland. So, like, everyone's just drunk off the (laughs) there. So the police are just like, all right, just another day at the horse and pony show. You know? So, then they notice there's a gun in Erica's waistband. And also, Ooh. there's a gun with Ben. Oh, and another gun in their car. And so, the police are like, hmm, I don't know if we should let them go. Because, yeah, they were stealing sh- booty shorts before, but now, <laughs> now I don't know. 
So Erica at this point starts panicking because she's crazy. Um, yeah. And I don't use that loosely. She is bananas, like off her rocker. She thinks that she deserves the world and that everyone should cater to her when she just starts flipping the fuck out. I don't get it. But so, but it's her father, honestly, buying, and I hate to blame him, but like, you bought her a basketball court. But I mean, just those two things, I can imagine the way she grew up. Exactly. Like, that's just what we know, but like, I'm sure she just was given everything every time she panicked. Like, it was just like, here you go, Erica, what what else can I do for you? So, the officers are like, hey girl, are you okay? Like, I don't know why you're so panicky. Maybe you shouldn't rob places then if you get so much anxiety. Yeah. You're not going to prison, I'll tell you what. And she's like, listen, I just need my medication. Can you please get me my Xanax? And he's like, um, okay, sure. You know that purse that's always missing? She knew exactly where her Xanax was. And so um, he goes to her purse, and she tells him exactly where the Xanax is, like the specific pocket that it's in. He yeah. looks there. He cannot find it. So he's like, hey, uh, Erica, it's not where you said it was. And she's like, I don't know, just look everywhere. So if you know anything about the Fourth Amendment, when a police officer mm. is searching something, well, he, first of all, wasn't really giving consent to search anything. Um, so he wasn't searching. But because she gave him the consent to look in that one pocket, he was able to look in that one pocket. Mm-hmm. But then when she said, you can look everywhere, of course he was able to look everywhere. So now we have the, like, plain sight thing. Yeah. And guess what he sees in Erica's purse? Is it the necklace with the blood? So, no, he sees the IDs of both Josh and Jeannie. The two people that were reported missing and their pictures are all over Ocean City because the police officers put all those flyers up. So, immediately the police officer's like, yeah, uh, we've got them. Yeah. (laughs) Immediately done. And also, another thing that's just five spent rounds. She keeps the damn bullets. She's crazy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She's absolutely bananas. So the, the police obviously put this together and they're like, yeah, no, girl. We're, you're coming with us. Yeah. You're, that's it. Erica then, like, starts to claim that she and Ben found the licenses and then, like, that she denies ever meeting them or seeing them. And it's like, okay, whatever. Sidebar that. Uh, yeah. In the back of the car, police also find ski masks and gloves. So they're like, what is with you guys? Like, I mean, just the most sketch behavior from the two bozos of America. Literally. And also, like, I'm sorry, but this is such a cartoonish way to go. Right? They're like, you won't take us. (laughs) Wearing their ski masks and gloves. And they're like, it's just so silly. It's really so silly. So, but now investigators have probable cause to search the Sifrit's condo. Police find two spent bullets in the condo, tying them to the spent bullets in the purse. And they also find a stack of photographs. And on the top is a picture of Jeannie and Josh at Secrets that was taken the night that they were found or that they went missing. So now the police are like, okay, you never, you never met yeah. them. Then what is their picture doing in your apartment, mm-hmm. honey? Because she scrapbooked the murders. She's crazy. Other shit? Like- She's really so crazy. And so a ring on Josh's hand is found in that picture with Erica. She's just wearing it around her neck. And they're like, okay. Mm-mm. That's it. That's it. So <laughs> like, arrested done. on the spot. They're like, you're I done. don't even need anything more. 
this is enough. And then I mean, this is when the police notice that the ring literally still has blood on it, too, which is very disturbing and sad. But, yeah, yeah it's literally all they need right now. So, um, and also, on top of that, just, you know, the needle in the coffin, um, <laughs> they... <laughs> They find the keys to Josh and Jeannie's condo unit. So, like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's sure. it. Yeah. So, the bus driver also positively identifies Erica and Ben as the couple that was with Josh and Jeannie in the bus. And investigators then are like, okay, so let's... At this point, Erica and Josh... Or, Erica and Ben, forgive me, mm-hmm. are not saying anything so there's about what happened so the police are like okay well i mean it, as far as they know they could still be alive where are mm-hmm. these people so they're like let's take a closer look at the bathroom and one of the officers on the scene like notices that there's like this like orange residue and he's like why is that there like this is like a professionally cleaned condo they haven't been here that long why would this like orange residue build up so they test it, and it is blood that was cleaned up. Nice job. I know, right? They also then pull out the sink stopper, and this makes me want to throw up. So just trigger oh, warning no, do for, not for me at do least. Not but, um, they pull out the sink stopper, and they find blood and hair attached to... <laughs> I'm just... Stop. I can't. Blood... <laughs> I'm going to move on. And they also found a bullet hole that went clear straight through the wall into the adjacent bedroom. I'm just still thinking of it. Okay. Oh my goodness. That is yucky. Maniacal laughter over Alex. Oh god. This is such a train wreck this episode. Anyway. On, uh, on the large glass window inside the bathroom, also, crime scene technicians discovered a partial palm print, and mm. DNA profiles yielded that they were positively matched to both Josh and Jeannie. So, I guess it was, like, two partial prints, but they didn't know that at first. Anyway, so, at this point, they don't have bodies, but it's, like, clear that there was a murder here, yeah. you know? Bullets from Erica's gun were then compared to the spent bullets that she just, like, carried around, like spare change like oh you didn't have spare change but you had spent bullets thanks great that's great um they matched (coughs) Um, and then when erica is told about this evidence she just like comes totally clean so they think and makes a deal with prosecutors and agrees to lead them to josh and Jeannie's bodies and testify against ben because she is so innocent oh my god now she told investigators that they dismembered the bodies and put them into dumpsters in various grocery store parking lots throughout the state of delaware for all my delaware girls um they were food lions which hurts my heart because that's the grocery store i used to go to when i was in delaware um this is actually a weird and lucky break for the police because her admitting to everything no the fact that they put them into grocery store parking lot trash cans in delaware they were able to ask which grocery stores and delaware has this like very um organized system of garbage disposal and they pay attention to everything that they dump and what exact plots they dump at So if you say it was in that food lion in Newark, Delaware, then they're able to trace it to the exact dumpster that it would be dumped in at the dump plot. Okay. 
So very cool. So because of this, the police are able to arrest Ben and Erica Sifret because they're like, girl, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> we got the bodies. Yeah. This is like a really <laughs> intense, like... <laughs> heated episode. Yeah. yeah. And I like still don't have all my energy back. It's, so okay. it's like, I need to take a breather. <laughs> yeah. For the, like, Helen is really pushing herself on this one. guy. <laughs> really pushing myself. I'm just trying to get through it, you know. And we were glad, honestly, that the both of us were positive, because if we weren't both positive, we'd have to do it over the, the computer, like, to make this episode, and I just feel like they're better when we're in person. Agreed. So, anyway, um, if you've ever listened to our earlier episodes, we oh used to do God. those over the computer, and please don't listen to those anymore, um, if you love me, um, just <laughs> don't. And, um, and then when you um, tell me that you've listened to all the episodes, don't say, yeah, I started at the beginning. No. That's That hurts my heart. Just don't start yeah. at the beginning. Very off topic, but let's get into the trials. At Erica's trial, well, initially, okay, so the two of them are so quick to turn on each other. It's actually laughable. This is why I'm like, no, no, no. The don't compare yourselves to Bonnie and Clyde, to which Erica does. Erica does. She loves that. Um, but she barely makes it into the interrogation room before she does. Here's some of that audio. Yes, your friends, I definitely would not want him to know that I was here talking to you. And if I go up and testify, and for some reason you guys don't get him locked up, my family will end up like Joshua and Jeannie. He made them strip at gunpoint, and I was like, oh my god, I, I was like, had no idea what's going on. So essentially her initial police interrogation is just her completely denying any blame. They both, like, obviously turn against each other and whatever, but she's literally like, I had absolutely nothing to do with it, officers, and then I had to dismember the bodies because I was scared. And it's like, okay, I don't have time for that, Erica. She's just completely acting like she is a cowering victim who just could not get away from this crazed killer that is Ben, which, yes, but also you too, Erica, you are too. So, her initial deal was that if she told them the truth about what happened to Josh and Jeannie, she would get a reduced sentence. Part of this deal meant passing a polygraph. Ooh. Erica's dumb told prosecutors originally that she had nothing to do with the murders and simply helped dispose of the bodies. But later, she changed her story and admitted to taking the knife and stabbing Jeannie. She also admitted that after she stabbed Jeannie, she got a tattoo on the side of her body in the same place that she stabbed Jeannie Crutchley. And it's like a weird homage to some movie that's very similar to Bonnie and Clyde or something. And it's just, it's crazy. So obviously, the prosecutors are like, okay, the deal's off, sweetheart. Mm. I don't, (laughs) you're going to have to fend for yourself. We can't help you anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you are absolutely bonkers. So, first-degree murder charges are filed against both couple, uh, both the couple, both parts of the couple? What are you? Hello? Okay. (laughs) I'm good. I'm good to go. So, um, both of them. (laughs) I'm just gonna leave it at that. So, she had the gun. She had the victim's IDs. Lots of physical evidence is against her here. Um, so she essentially was convicted of both murders and sentenced to life in prison plus 20 years. She then told prosecutors that while she was cleaning up the bathroom and getting rid of the evidence, Ben was in the hot tub with the heads of the victims. 
whether this is true or if it's just Erica like being weird and toying with the prosecutors or even like Ben's yeah. potential sentence, I don't know. But that is extremely disturbing that she could even like think that up. But uh, let alone if it happened, that's even more. Moving on to Ben's trial, and I'll just be quick about this one because it's honestly such a letdown. He basically just said, I didn't do it, she did. He claimed he was napping in the Jeep outside during all of it. I'm sorry, you have a whole condo. Why would you nap in the Jeep? You didn't even go to the place. So, like, what do you, what, how'd you get in your Jeep? I, I don't know how anyone bought that, but some, some I guess did. The jury essentially believed that he didn't kill Josh, but somehow believed that he had, like, a bigger hand in disposing of the body. So he did get a sentence, but he, because of the absence of physical evidence against him, and because it was Erica's gun that was used, he was only convicted of one count of second-degree murder, and he was sentenced to 38 years in prison. Now here's the kicker. He was eligible for parole in 2021. Who knows if anything got derailed because of that, because COVID and, you know, whatnot. And Erica is eligible in 2024, which is absolutely devastating. There are petitions and stuff for people to campaign that they don't get out because they shouldn't. I mean, these people, like, played around as normal people in society for so long and just tricked everybody and... Those, like, Josh and Jeannie felt comfortable enough to go back to their home because they possessed such normal attributes that, like, uh, you know, I don't think... They shouldn't be let out. They Keep just them shouldn't. In. Just leave them there. I will pay for it, personally. I, I don't, don't have the money, but I will find it. could have happened in those 20-something years that would have flipped that switch that was so clearly on in them. Mm-hmm. Keep them locked away. They're both... So, it goes without saying that they divorced in prison. I just want to say that. Um, It took seven years, but hey, they did it. Mm -hmm. Um, And because, you know, if I know anything about Hallmark, (laughs) killing couples just aren't very romantic or scrapbook worthy. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the Chalkline Pod, Twitter at the Chalkline Pod, and follow along with our YouTube channel. The link is in our Instagram bio. Tune in next Thursday for another story.